Welcome to the Married Counselor Show, where we talk about love, marriage, family, and the business of life. I am Ron Lee. And I'm Lexi Lee. And we are married. To each other. And our marriage counselors by trade. Welcome to episode two, 2015. Woohoo! Where today we're going to be talking about how to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Let it go. Let it go. Turn away and slam the door. I, I don't so care. That song. Yeah. So over it. I could, I could see you. I could see that. Yeah. Six year old plays it all the time. At least it's not the crazy fox song. Oh, yeah, that's the other favorite that gets played all the time. What yeah. Does the fox say? No, as I was saying, today we're talking about how to let it go without singing and <laughs> how to forgive in six uneasy steps. It's not easy to forgive sometimes. No. Because, you know, we want to hold on to it. We want to review it and, and search it over, over and over. Well, and sometimes we think that letting it go means that we ignore the problem or we avoid addressing the problem and that's not what let it go means no not at all so we're, that's what we're going to talk about today okay so what problems do you think are difficult for people to let go i, I think people have problems with um e- emotional infidelity ah emotional and physical inf- infidelity that was not easy for me to say I mean, you're having out. trouble with that yeah but uh, so i guess we may need to define emotional infidelity for some people, right? Um, Basically, what emotional infidelity is, it's an affair without the physical contact, right? And and guys have a hard time with this because they don't see the the boundary that they're breaking here when they're just talking about their spouse with someone else, a a coworker or a friend that's a female. Right. Right, but it's it's building intimacy and it's causing a distance in intimacy with their spouse. Exactly. That's why it's a problem. And you can't do that because of it, it's just it's starting to lay the foundations and the bricks. And women women connect on an emotional level first. Sure. And then when you start, you know, laying those foundations of connecting with another woman outside of your marriage in an emotional manner, sometimes that leads to the physical infidelity and i think we all i think we all know what that one is that's that's going places you never should have gone yes we could do a whole show just on infidelity and we might have to do that we may come back and and touch on both of those infidelities in in a future show and female perspective because it goes either way and we can do that we're male and female yeah Yeah, so (laughs) so what else are some things that are hard for people to let go uh financial irresponsibility yeah there's a lot that goes on with that yeah. Um, uncontrollable shopping, um, those small little purchases that seem to add up. Sometimes people have trouble letting that go. Yeah, like buying video games on a like guys like to go out and they don't realize that that new Madden. Women look at that and go, "What? It's just like it's just like the old one. It's football. It's the same thing. What are you doing? You're seventy five bucks." Sure, sure. Um, the other thing that can be difficult to let go is um, if somebody doesn't hold up their agreement. Right. If, if you've made a plan or an agreement um, to go somewhere or um, to do something and then you don't hold up your end of the bargain, it's hard for a lot of people to let go of that. Yeah, because it doesn't make somebody feel special. It, yeah, when, when you're when you're running that kind of game, um, 
It really it doesn't make someone feel like they're the priority in your life, and your spouse should always be the priority of your life, not going hunting. Your word should mean something. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, and then you know, yeah, so you can't really play the at the last minute. I'm going to change this because someone called me up, and I want to run out here and oh, and, I see where you're going and do yeah. something that and and put you on the back burner, right? Right. My wife should not be on the back burner. She should be on the front burner at all times because she's hot. She's hot, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to grab a cup of coffee. and When we come back, we're going to talk about how to let it go and six uneasy steps. Do you want Ron and I to partner with you and your spouse for one-on-one counseling? Then give us a call at 682-514-9225 and make your appointment for a happier tomorrow. Maybe it's difficult for you to get to the office. So we have online couples counseling. Couples don't have to be in the same room or the same city for that matter. You don't have to make big arrangements with the babysitter. Don't have to share a screen and we're totally HIPAA compliant. We are licensed couples therapy specialists. Give us a call 682-514-9225 and get started today. And we're back in sunny Texas. It's not sunny. It's pretty sunny, but we're just as sunny as California. So I, I I'll agree with that. why we're not sunny Texas, like sunny California. I guess because we have 100 degree temps. Because we're called hot Texas. Yes. Because Yes, we are. Yes. We digress. Okay, <laughs> so we are back with um, the six uneasy steps to forgiving someone. Uneasy. And it's not easy sometimes. No, it's not. We hold on to stuff. We do. So the first step would be acknowledge your pain and anger. Allow yourself to feel disrespected. I I acknowledge that I'm angry with you. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what the purpose of emotions were? Actually, I have. I, I wish we could all be more like vulcanized and, you know, like good old Spock and just go, I feel nothing, live long and prosper. Like that sometimes too, but then you know the good emotions. I don't want to lose those. That's true. And how how life how boring would life be if we didn't have our emotions to yeah. to guide us? Yeah. Well, you know, one of the questions I have for God one day is like, why, why emotions? But He did design us with emotions. So if we're not expressing them, then we're not doing what we were designed to do. And I think that's the ticket: is how people express their emotion. Yes. How those emotions come out and how they yes. how they work with them and right. Yeah, it, the problem is not expressing the emotion. The problem is how you express it. Right. Exactly. And so you have to acknowledge that you feel anger and that you feel pain. And another piece of that that I think sometimes people miss is that that name it to tame it. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. we don't want to acknowledge the emotion because we're afraid we won't have control in that situation. And part of how we take control is by labeling the emotion, right? Name it to tame it. Exactly. Important stuff. I agree with that. But, you know, you have to be specific, you know, once, you, once you've named it and tamed it, you have to be specific about uh, the full expectations and the limits. So that's kind of like making the boundaries so someone knows what not to do, what to do. Sometimes conversations need to be had between the spouses. Of That's not an okay thing. So it's like, okay, uh, you might your spouse might be able to talk about your family, you know, your husband's you family. You are not allowed to talk about <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> See, you know, so and that those are the kind of boundaries that need to be discussed, 
you know, not just, you know, you don't talk about me with other women, but also because men sometimes don't get that. But it's also, well, what else can we not have? What else do we need to draw boundaries on in right, order to? Right. I agree. That's an important part of that second step of forgiveness is to say what you want the future to look like around this issue. Right. What are the limits? What are the boundaries? Um, so then that moves us into the third step, which is you have got to give up your right to get even, make your point. But I, I have to make my point. I have to score points. I have to score points. I have to make my point. And you know who has to, you know who makes points? Teams. Teams make points. And if you're trying to make a point against your wife, that means you're not on the same team. That's right. So, and the point of everything is you and your wife are on the same team working through a problem. You're together. The problem's on the outside. Not you're on both sides and the problems in between you. Well, and that can be an important visual to make, right? Is can't um, they see me talking with my hands? No, they can't. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what you what you could do is you could even write the problem on a piece of paper, stick it up on the wall. You and your partner stand side by side and look at the problem so that you get that visual of the problem is outside of you and not in between you, right? Um, I like that. But. That was a side note. That was a bonus. The bonus point. It wasn't on the notes. No. So uh, number four, uh, you, you got you can't let the blame go. You have to. You can't have blame. You can't play the blame game. You can't. You have to let go of the blame. Yes, and then you know the person has to take their own responsibility to what they did in this because both parties are usually to blame. There's usually some disconnect happening on both channels. Yes, sir. And so it's one of those it's a where. Street. It is a two-way street. And so you have to realize that you have to give someone the ability to understand and you just can't just play off all the blame on one side of the table. Well, and I think that that is related to what we talked about earlier about um, what let it go means, that it doesn't mean that you're saying that the problem didn't happen or that it didn't matter. And that's what playing the blame game is about, is holding on to this problem mattered. Right. Letting go really comes down to just not letting that root of bitterness settle in. And if you don't let it go, that's what it's going to cause. It's going to cause a root. Exactly. And that root's going to end up manifesting itself in multiple places within your relationship. And you're going to get mad about the shoes that are there or that pencil that Mm -hmm. didn't get picked up or Mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with that. Right. It's the problem that you're not addressing but it's manifesting itself in a minor issue that you're willing to yell and scream about. Right. And the other part of that step, you said let go of blame, resentment, and negativity. When you let go of negativity, negativity, that means that you're focusing on the positive. And it's so natural for us, or at least for me, uh, just to confess, to think of all the negative things. And I'm sorry, but you have a list of negative things about you. But if I <laughs> <laughs> me, that's I I don't think that's possible. But I, I know I have negative things too. But I can't I, I can't say people that you have I have a list on you. <laughs> sure, I'm I'm giving you freedom to do that now. No, oh, I appreciate that. I'm moving on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, but I don't get to look at it. Okay, I get that. But Number five. Wait, wait, wait! I wanted to say something else about the All negativity. Right. You, if you focus on the positive, if you're very intentional about looking for the positive, that makes it easier to let go of that negativity. Oh, okay, I see that. Okay. Number five. 
communicate your act of forgiveness to the other person. So what that means is you got to tell them that you forgive them. Mm-hmm. Right? And there's a whole episode on how to forgive someone. Or how to say, I forgive you. Yes. That's, that's going to probably, that may be the next episode coming up. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic show. I tell you that right now. This is. <laughs> I guess it's ours. Yes. But, <laughs> um, it's going to cover a lot of good material in it. And in that, it will talk about how, um, how to apologize. Right. Uh-huh. Um, because that sometimes that's part of forgiveness is um, apologizing for your part of it. Or how to receive an apology. That's an important part. Too. And then you have all the steps where it's going to involve sure. all the steps involved and how to make sure that you're sure. connecting with someone's emotions and the feelings. It's not just looking at someone and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you got hurt. Right. And then what you have to do is you have to start working toward reconciliation. Working toward reconciliation does not mean you're letting somebody off the hook. By letting it go, hear me now, letting it go does not mean somebody's off the hook for bad behavior. You moved into step number six without telling them. I just like to let them know where we are. That's step number six. Is oh. Working towards reconciliation. <laughs> but you're right. That does, it, it doesn't mean that you are ignoring the problem. Reconciliation means you're working towards the solution so that that problem doesn't come up again in the future. And you're reconnecting your intimacy. You're, you're feeling connected as a couple again. Exactly. Because as soon as you can start doing that, as soon as you can start making those connections, that getting life back to normal kind of feeling within the household, it really helps letting it go. Yes. Without having to sing the song. We're again. not going to sing the song okay, anymore. Go. It's, it's yes. not good for 2015. So that's how you forgive in six uneasy steps. If you would like more from the Married Counselors, you can find Ron and Lexi at marriagecounselingdfw.com. Follow us on Facebook or subscribe to the Married Counselor Show on iTunes. This is Lexi and Ron wishing wishing you a happy happy day. day.